This sicha is based on the pasuk in our parsha. Parsha, um, the last pasuk, right before Shlishi pasuk Lamet, where it's talking about the whole Ali is talking about the making of the cheshen. The cheshen was the folded piece of material that was on the chest of the Kain Godel, and into that folded piece of material, which had on it the 12 stones with all the names of the tribes written on it, you put in a piece that had the name of Hashem on it. So the Pasuk says, when You should put into the Cheshen HaMishpat, the Urnam and the Tumim. So you should put this into the Cheshen of Mishpat, you should put the Urnam and the Tumim, and it'll be on the heart of Aaron when he comes before Hashem, and Aaron will carry the Mishpat of Bnei Yisrael on his heart before Hashem constantly. So Rashi says, what does this mean? So Urim Vesatumim, what is Urim Vitumim? Rashi explains, who Ksav Shem Hamafayish? It's a it's written out the name of Hashem. Shahayanais Nebitech Kafe Kafle Hakhaish. He put it into the in the Khaish was folded. Folded. So into the fold he put this name of Hashem. So through this, the words will become illuminated, like the word ur and metamim become solidified, be complete. His words become complete, which means that they would, as we'll see in a second, they would ask a question, the letters would light up, and they would know what Hashem wants them to do. The second base mixture was the chayshin, and and the second base of Migdash, she also had the, the, the Cheshen, because the Kain Gold can't be missing any of the garments. But the name of Hashem was not within it. And because of that written name of Hashem, it's called Mishpat. Like it says, like it says later on, that when Meishbena tells you that Meisha to appoint Yeshua, he says to him, he'll go to Lazar and he'll ask him the Mishpat from the Urim. Okay. So Rashi says basically three things. Number one, he says that what is Urim Tumim? It's a piece that has the name of Hashem in on it, and it's written and it's put into the Cheshen. Number one. Number two, the second base of wasn't there because the Kain Gold can't be missing any garments. So he had the Cheshen, but not the name of Hashem wasn't written on it. That's number two. And the third thing is, it's called Mishpat, like we see later on, it says, he will ask him the Mishpat. He will ask him how to, how to go. So the Rebbe has three questions on this. Number one, the simple meaning of the, Pasuk, of the Pasuk does not necessitate to tell us number two and number three. What happened in the second base of Mishpat is not necessary. You're telling us that what is this Urn Vitumim? It's the name of Hashem that goes into the, into the Cheshen. That's all we need to know. What do we have to know that in the second base of it wasn't there? And that explains to us a halacha that the that the that the kain gold can't be missing garments. So even though it wasn't there, but the chayshin was there. What does this have to do with us? Number one, number two. The intention of Rashi here is to explain to us what the Urmatum is. Why does he tell us that the third thing that because of that written name of Hashem, it's called Mishpat, like it says, V'sholem Mishpat Why do you have to explain that Pasuk to us? And not only that, if the reason it's called Mishpat is because you 
if it's called mishpat, mishpat, because you ask it uh, what to do in the future, and if that's not there in the second base of English, then it, that contradicts. So, so then how can you call a chayshin mishpat if it doesn't have the mishpat part? Right? So the third thing Rashi tells us is, the second thing is that in the second base of English, you didn't have it. And that's why it's called mishpat. It's called mishpat because of that writing of the Urim Tumim. But if you, have the, if you don't have the writing of the Urim Tumim, then it's not called mishpat. Where's so in a second? See, you have to have the chayshin, or else it's missing a garment. But then the garment is missing one of its functions, which is called mishpah because of that. So it seems that these two parts of the Rashi, number two and number three, contradict each other. Number two says, you didn't have it in the second base of Middash, but it's okay, because you have to have the garment, but you don't have to have that. But then we come along and say that, you know why it's called chayshin mishpat? Because you can ask it what to do. Oh, but if you don't, ha- but you didn't have it in the second base of Middash, so it seems to contradict one another. Then Rashi continues, Mishpat B'nei Yisrael, and he says, Things that they're discussing and they're trying to understand, it tells them to do it or not to do it. And according to the Medrash, it's called Mishpat because the Cheshen would atone for perversions of judgment. If they judge something wrong, the Cheshen forgives for it. So therefore, it's called mishpat al-shem, slichas mishpat So it's called mishpat because it forgives for misjudging. Okay, so now we have two things. It's called mishpat because it tells them, it resolves disagreements. The second thing is it atones for perversion of, of judgment. Now, these two explanations were already brought earlier in the beginning of the Aliyah and Pasuk Tezvav, Rashi says, it, bring, it says in the Pasuk, Vasisa Chayshin Mishpat, you make Chayshin Mishpat. So Rashi says, what is Chayshin Mishpat? He says, It atones for the messing up of a judgment. The second thing is, because it refines and it, and it, it tells us, it, it defines what the judgment should be. 